The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are The Bostonian versus The Book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus The Book. How do you like their match? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. You know, what's that saying? Better late than never? Yes, we are live. Yes, we are here. Thank you to the brigade for hanging out, waiting for us to get on today here for another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. If you guys are watching on sports grid, we're right on time for you guys. Sirius XM as well. Dave Sheriff and Matt Peralta on YouTube at Boston versus the book. Same on Twitter. We had a very busy morning today, Dave. How are you? We got stuff to talk about. We do got stuff to talk about, and we apologize for the tardiness. Blame it on me. I will take all the heat, but we had a walk around. We had meetings. We had things we had to tell people. This is one of the few times this is not your fault. (laughs) I know. (laughs) This is actually completely fine. This is okay. This is... We talk about the show all the time and trying to bring people together through the show, through sports, through our lives, all this other stuff. and. I don't know. I mean, you want to tell them like I, 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 I'm, I'm bursting at the seams. I'm, you know, I'm getting texts. Are you good? Are you? We're doing the show, right? Like, when are you? What, what time? They saw your picture this morning. Who's the guy on the side on the one picture? You looking dapper in front of that screen. People zoomed up and said, "Was that P. Rolt?" Like, yeah, the dude was checking out plugs and wires and different things. I didn't see that picture. I was driving when you sent that to me. Well, the pictures that. are there at sports. Yeah. BK can say we, we, we had a Bostonian versus the book. It's me and you and E we're going to have E and you guys know from when you were at the BVB meetup in the summer, when you came out, Eric is our live show producer. Um, Oh, are we back, P-Roll? Are are we we back? What do you mean back? Like live? Like we're here every day. Yeah, we're all back. Are we back? We are all back. Tell the people. (laughs) It is time for the first ever BBB primetime show, guys. This is going to happen from Resorts World coming up on Thursday. The time, the exact time is still to be determined, but most likely it's going to happen somewhere around 7 o'clock Eastern time on Thursday, February the 8th. We will be live from the book from Resort World for the first ever BBB primetime. That is why we were not on early. We had to walk it, get ourselves the location, the layout. Now, this is not going to be the only time we're going to be live in the next six weeks from Resort World. This is just announcement number one. We will have another one to make hopefully in the next week or two about what's going to be happening during March Madness and how you guys can get to Vegas to be a part of a BVB weekend at Resorts World during March Madness. But for this, this is Thursday night, afternoon Vegas time, first ever BVB live show prime time from Resorts World on Thursday. February the 8th. 
so many things to think about. I am already trying to think about what am I going to wear? What hats am I going to bring? <laughs> what kind of things are we going to do? What's it going to look like? Oh my goodness. The drive home was fun. Exciting. I was talking to, to Butchie, to Bookie yeah. uh, about some things, uh, talking to someone else. And I got to see randomly Justin was there and that was wild. And, you know, I don't think he's going to be in town, but if you're in town, we will know the time tomorrow. You're going to have to watch the show tomorrow mm -hmm. to know the exact time, but you have a it's week. It's probably notice. somewhere around four o'clock to five o'clock local, local time. Pacific. So it's going to be, we're going to do the show live all week from radio row media row, as they're calling it now. Okay. The yes. show all of next week will be live from 1 PM to 3 PM Eastern time, 10 AM to noon on our YouTube channel. Yes. The replays will happen at the same time, but we're going to be live from the sports grid set. So you guys are going to see us in a different situation. We're going to be with couches and we're going to be on media row and who the hell knows who's sitting down to have a conversation with us during the week. As we always say, Monday's a little bit slow. Tuesday, it picks up. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's really, really busy. So we're going to be there all week. 10 to 12 local time, 1 to 3 Eastern time from the Sports Grid set for BVB live. The replay will happen at night, overnight on Sports Grid and on Sirius XM. Two shows on Thursday. So you might go, wait, you're doing two shows on Thursday. Yes, <laughs> you will get not one, but two editions yeah. of BVB. Yeah. The show on Thursday night is going to be loose and no real format. And who the hell knows what happens on Thursday night? Yeah, I, I reached out to, to a couple of people just to mention that they're in town to come by. I think I, I might have a commitment already from like South Dakota, Mike. You know, really? Like, like, like this might be an opportunity for people that maybe don't do media. Yep. But are comfortable in the gambling space and want to come on and talk. Hopefully, we'll have some people from Resorts World themselves yes. that want to yes. come on and talk and tell you what's going on. We'll know all the details for what they have planned next week, and we'll provide you guys with that. We just walked the property and got a little look behind the scenes of what is uh, what is cooking. Sydney, wrong property, JR. Wrong property. No, Sydney. No. <laughs> Sydney's busy this week over at the other joint. <laughs> Wrong. Okay. Wrong. Wrong. Not where, Wrong. not where we're Wrong. going to be going. No. But yes, there will be a March Madness meetup coming for oh. us. Oh. Re Resorts World. Oh. oh. It's happening. Okay. So we have been efforting to do all of these things. <laughs> we're going to have promo codes and we're going to have all sorts of different things to tell you about as to what we can do together. But yes, yeah. number one show, Super Bowl. Number two show, will be March Madness with a lot more to come. We walked the space that we were going to do the thing for March Madness at. <laughs> I mean, look, the book's awesome, okay? But, like, it just it, – we don't have enough time. But if you haven't been to Vegas or if you missed out on the last BVB meetup, try to figure out that first weekend in Las Vegas for the March Madness crazy that happens here because – it, it's going to be one of those shows that people will talk about for a long time yep. because 
we're going to throw a banger. <laughs> like, like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to so, be really, really fun. So full disclosure. Yeah. I, 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 I literally love you like a brother yeah. and I've known you now for long enough right. that when I watch your wheels start turning. Oh yeah. We're in the book and we're talking to people, we're handshaking and we're talking and this and that, and it's just set up and this is what we're going to do. And then they say, we're going to take you here. And he turns to me, he goes, what's this? And I'm like, just relax. Let's, let's go for the walk. And okay. We walk in and they show us this place and this area and what all these things. And you guys know P. Ralt from listening to the juice and from watching the show and listening to everything. And for those of you that have come and hung out with us while we've done a show, his mind started racing. His, you got that look on your face. Your eyes were doing that quick blink. And you like in the sound in there. That That's what it was. Uh, the it, sound in this joint got this sound guy beyond <laughs> excited. He went, oh. Because normally when you're in, you know, when we're doing shows either on Radio Row or when we've been at other properties, it's normally really cavernous. It's really big. So you get the echo effect. You right. get a lot of sound that right. bounces around. And just, you don't see. Otherwise, your microphones are really important. You have to have a microphone that's going to be very, very clean to the voice that's speaking yeah. into it. So there's no outside noise bleeding in. I walked in. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> there's a stage. There's a whole arcade wall. There's TVs everywhere. And there's TVs behind us that we can go and do whatever we want on it and create all sorts of cool things and I just was like, man, this is what we had talked about for a long time about needing a dedicated space <laughs> to do something for a BVB weekend, having enough time in lead up. And it's the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. And yes, look, we're getting text Covey. I, I, I know we wanted to do second weekend, dude. I know we can't like, we'll, we'll, come on out. We'll hang out with you. We'll have fun. We're not going anywhere. We're not going right. to leave. Right. It's just the property is, this is their choice as to what they want to do. And we'll look at the Super Bowl is. Huge and crazy. Yep. The first weekend of March Madness is equally huge and crazy. Yes. So I get why what they want to be doing. Yes. Um, so it is the first weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday's crazy. Yes. Sunday eases up and people leave Sunday morning and all that other stuff. But yeah, the, the, that's the plan. And we're going to work on some things with the marketing department um, and try to help anyone that comes to Vegas you know, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a, our thing. Like it's, it, it's going to have our twist on it. And yeah. um, we'll exact know. date it, Tony. Once we get through the first, just put it on your schedule, but we'll tell you all times, tomorrow. dates, everything. We'll get it all for this weekend for, for the eighth. We'll tell you about the time tomorrow. Right. The eighth is a in ink, like pencil Sharpie, as they used to say. So Sharpie it Thursday, the eighth, the time is still in pencil. But we'll get that. And then the next event will be in March. So we're telling you about this now because we're going to talk about it. We're going to highlight it. We're going to yes. have all sorts of yes. you know time to yes. really talk about this. But this event is happening coming up at Resorts World. Right. This is happening on Thursday for us. Giveaways, prime time, BVB prime time, Eastern yes. time show for a lot of you guys who are on the East Coast. This will fit. You can just you don't have to worry about it and go home. It'll be a different show. Okay. Just FYI, we're going to have a different show both days because yep. I mean, it's two shows in one day. So you're going to have different shows for us. 
I have no idea who's going to stop on by, but it's Thursday afternoon, which most people in our space, they're done. And right. they're going to be looking for somewhere to come on over and have a drink and just hang on out. So we're going to invite like everyone who's going to be on the show with us throughout the week. Say, hey, what are you doing Thursday at four o'clock? Come on over. Come on down. <laughs> come on down and hang come out. So Eric will be there with us. And, you know, it's just going to be like sit down and talk. And if you're a brigade member and you're coming to town, absolutely be there. If you come on down and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. And we recognize your handle. You're coming on the show. Sit down. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about what's yeah. like being Vegas and the Super Bowl and everything else. And what's crazy is that we Resorts World is right next to the NFL fan experience because there's going to be two of them. I didn't realize that there's two, yeah. one indoors, yep. one outdoors. Yep. Yeah. The NFL, uh, they're building a massive structure across yep. the street from the win next to Resorts World, if you know the strip. Yep. So, this is going to be something of a really fun experience to watch how the city gets taken over. And we've got Mandalay Bay and we've got that end of the strip and we got the other end of the strip, which is going to have their own stuff going on, which is really smart by, I think the NFL and other people to do that because they recognize that it's not hard to go from one end of the strip to the other, but people generally stay like if they stay at Luxor, chances are they're going to go to Mandalay Bay and they're not going to go really far more than once or twice it's going to be so, a little bit difficult i can tell you a little bit uh, it's gonna it's it's, it's gonna be getting around uh, and again i was talking to somebody just now on the way home and i went the back way so because the traffic was crazy like going out i left resorts world made a left and i was like oh okay none of that we're not yeah wrong that idea. again <laughs> Bad idea. this is the week before like next week it's going to be it's going to be crazy. But March, boys, girls, if you were at the one before, if you live locally or anywhere close, California, Arizona, put it on the calendar. Do what you can to come and meet each other. I mean, you can meet us. You meet us every day here, but you meet each other. Yeah. We're going to hang out at the book. I'm trying to figure out exactly what, like at the place we're at. All of the regular stuff will be available. The games will be on, the food specials, all this other stuff. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a unique, fun experience. And I can tell you from working in the books here, March Madness is different than anything. Mm -hmm. It's games all day, runs all night. The West Coast time zone is perfect. The first game starts at 9, 12 a.m. The last game tips at 7 p.m. There's games. There's a lunch break. There's this, that. Um, it's fun. And it's four days. I mean, it's Thursday, it's, Friday, Saturday, it's Sunday. March, which nice a weather. Lot of times March is better weather than now. So you'll be able to, pools will be open, things will be open. You know, it's yeah. a great way to kick off your spring wherever you're at. Come out to Vegas, BBB, March Badness deal. But immediately, I'm beyond excited for next week. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I really am too. And I want to thank the folks over at Resorts World. It's a partnership yep. that we hope to build upon and really show out and show what we can do. So for the brigade, this is kind of when we turn you guys loose and say, hey, you know, let's make sure that they feel us, they hear us, and they know a lot about us. Yep. So we want to really hammer the hell out of this and, and, and really make this into a big deal and, and, and make sure that, you know, we represent what we say we are and who we're, I mean, I think don't worry about Friday as much, but like if you have any thought about coming out for that event, like 
we're going to have a code for you soon. We're going to have an itinerary for you guys as to what's going to be happening. We'll figure out people are already asking about the hats, Dave. They're already asking about, about I, I, if I come out, can I get taken care of for the hats? Like I went, I went to see the guy about the hats. He was off today. Listen, a lot of people are off this week because next week yeah. they're probably not going to, I mean, they might sleep at the jobs. Like they're right. just, so yeah, I, I the, the March madness deal will be, it'll be done. I got time. Yeah. This yeah. thing just got, you know, set up for Super Bowl. We'll have something worked out. Don't worry. 100%. So uh, for Thursday, February the 8th, time exactly to be determined, but we'll have two shows for you guys all week, next week, one to three Eastern from Media Row, from the set of Sports Grid, and then Thursday, BVB primetime. 7 p.m. on our YouTube channel. It will get replayed on Sports Grid, but on Saturday night. So it won't be on Friday night. It'll be on Saturday night, but it will be a fresh, brand new show. And who the heck knows what ends up happening because my guess is I'll be drinking and it's going to be one of those really fun types of. Oh, you're going to get loose, loose. Oh, I I, I got to have some fun here. You know, I, I, I had a chance to kind of dip my feet back into the water a little bit oh. last week, last weekend. <laughs> I got a little taste of it. And I was all right, like, Michael Phelps. I was like, all right, the pool is pretty nice. I got to get going again. It's time to start living a little bit. So I got the Super Bowl here in town. I don't have my daughter for the entire week. So this just kind of like, it's time to like unbuckle the belt a little bit and have some fun. Like it's one of those, like when you're going to have a big meal, you just sit down and get ready. So I'm excited for the week. I don't know how much sleep I'm going to have, but I'm, I'm I'm absolutely looking forward to the opportunity and looking forward to what's going to happen in the next, you know, <laughs> seven, nine, ten days, <laughs> or what's going to be going on. So it's going to be fun. We're going to have we're going to have some fun. So mark it down. BVB primetime Thursday night coming at you on the Boston versus the Book YouTube channel, replayed on SiriusXM and on Sports Grid on Saturday night. But are we going to be able Friday to get that onto the Twitter too? Yeah. Oh yeah. People to watch. Oh yeah. I didn't realize how many people watch it uh on the Twitter um <laughs> daily and you and just stuff. like the fact that you can see who watches it on Twitter. That's important too. <laughs> I like to know. So when they tell me they didn't they don't watch the show, I I, right. I, I, I know they're watching the show and I appreciate yeah. that. And then other people that, that say that they did watch the show can be double checked. I mean, in the book you gotta double check, triple check, sometimes four times check what you do before kind of anal about that. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's good news, man. It'll, it'll be live. It'll be fun. And now that I know that you're, you're back swimming like Mark Spitz or, or, or Michael Phelps <laughs> in the pool, who knows? We're not going to be I'm in gonna, the pool. I'm not going to be taking funnels. And I believe as, no, as no yet, funnels. but no, no, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm a pet. always forward, never straight, but this is a yeah. nice turn like this. We got the green light. We had to turn arrow. We went in, made a good turn. Thank you, Resorts World. Um, we'll know more tomorrow, but exact, exact time. Stay tuned for that announcement tomorrow. Club BVB. We'll merch and things <laughs> like that. It'll be fun. Uh, Club yeah, BVB? I mean, oh, boy. You, you can do that. You can bring your kids to Resorts World. You yes. Know, although, although the March Madness thing, we're still trying to figure out the actual, what is going to be the age requirement because – I oh, know we got my, the pass for little B and little P. I mean, Mar Madeline, Madeline really wants to be part of anything we do like this. So like, 
she always gets really mad. She's like, everything is 18 or 21 plus in this town. I'm like, uh-oh, you're nine. <laughs> like, this is going to be, we got a long yeah. road yep. ahead, but yep. there yep. may be an opportunity for us to have uh, have kids be present. And if not, the resort's, uh, it's not like Circa. The, the, the resort is open to anybody. It's not 21 plus. So even though the event might be 21 plus, you can bring your kids if you you know bring girlfriend, wife, brother, sister, whatever, oh, yeah. to, watch, to watch the kids. And, yeah. and all that stuff is all, yeah, it's all, all ages, the restaurants yeah. and, and food court. And the yeah, I, they said to us tonight that they said, if we don't have the gambling kiosk inside the arena, inside the, inside of the room, then the, it can be all ages, which right. we, we will work that out. We'll have all the details on, on those things. When we make the official announcement as to what it's going to look like for this, we, we just wanted to tell you guys as far in advance to get on your radar screen that this is a party that we're going to be, we've been talking about doing another BVB Vegas meetup for months since our last one, since last summer. So this is a chance to do it. And we're really happy to partner with resorts world. And like I mentioned, we will have codes for you guys to get room rates and everything else. So stay tuned for that. So a lot of fun stuff to happen. Looking forward to everything going on over the next couple of months as we really start to pick up some speed uh, going in and, and, and no, no end zone. No, I am uh, out of the, out of the, Whoa. <laughs> out of that. Say, who said that? <laughs> we don't need that right now. We got no. things we got to do, please. No, we don't. Okay. Okay. What happened last night? Uh, you made mention yesterday to Ben Johnson saying, why would you leave the Lions? stay and win? He's staying. Ben Johnson has turned down the commanders. They were en route to interview him. And the DC in, in, in Detroit. Yeah. And Ben Johnson said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. I'm sticking around. According to Adam Schefter, Ben Johnson was looking for a lot of money and he kind of made it known that if you're going to hire me, here's my salary requirement. Yep. And both teams said, thanks, but no thanks. So he will not be going to Seattle. He will not be going to Washington. Like the move by Ben Johnson, only 32 jobs. Yeah, I do. It's not time yet. Wait for the right job. He's 37. You can say that. He's young. That's what I mean. It ain't no like it ain't no rush. You're building something amazing in Detroit. The momentum that you have, a lot of people are coming back. HCDC's rolling. I mean, mm -hmm. he got him believing. He's got I, I think it's all the positive momentum to start over and go backwards, have to build everything, maybe out in three years. I mean, you know, it's 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 not enough time in what you've built can be built upon. Mm. They're going up if they stay and keep it together. Now, it's going to get harder. they got a first-place schedule. Everybody sees them coming now. You, you know, the Lions aren't sneaking up on anybody. And, man, you were that close. Like, you you, you could taste it, right? Like You, you had good? it. I'm you good had it. it. Like, I'm, oh, I'm no, I, I'm good with it. I, I think it's really smart. I think, you know, I think it's good to set your bar and say, look, I'm comfortable where I am. I'm 37 years old. I have a young family. I don't need to be trekking all over the country, you know, moving schools and moving them all over the place unless it's for something that I really know will work to go for an ownership group that I really believe in and trust with a team. I think I can go there and win and being with Dan Campbell and building something like you've talked about in Detroit, knowing the offense, knowing the division on top of that that you have a chance to get right back to the postseason next year yeah, and have a chance to do something special and say, okay, we, we, we learned, we made the NFC championship game. We were one win from the Super Bowl. 
They play in a dome next year. It's in New Orleans. So it's right up our alley. Let's go get the one seed, have home field throughout, and then go play the Super Bowl in a dome where we'll probably have a good advantage. So I, I'm good with it. You don't want to get a reputation as someone who's going to be hard to work with, but I don't think that's the case as of yet for Ben Johnson in this hiring cycle. Let's see what happens next year. But we watched what the Eagles went through, and it's a little ironic that your team just hired Arthur, Arthur Smith to be the offensive coordinator. The Titans were the Lions, right? Arthur Smith took the Falcon job. <laughs> Arthur Smith, like you mentioned, three years. Goodbye. And now he's running your offense. Okay. What do you think Steeler fans are saying today? They're, I would be concerned, but it feels like a lot of the same as Matt Canada. Like, oh, you've got a guy who's going to run the football. That is what Arthur Smith is known for, you know, to run the football. But didn't he not use Bijan like enough? Like what was? Well, okay. Look, w- there's a huge argument about when you're an offensive-minded guy and you're the head coach. Like, how much power are you really wielding with the offense versus having to control everything? Where in Tennessee, he had a the best rush rush offense in football. Now it was Derrick Henry, but that's what got him the job. Is that Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, that one-two punch, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown too, but that one-two punch of having those guys underneath Arthur Smith is what got him that job. So now he's coming in with a quarterback question. He's got two running backs, two good wide receivers. I I think it's a good hire. I think just having him worry about offense only, I think Arthur Smith will go back to the level of success he had with the Titans, you know, what, three or four years ago. If you guys are here watching the show live again, we appreciate it. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button before any of the wrenches or any of the other guys in the chat tell you, don't be a bum, hit the thumb. But I look down all the time at the chat and ATL Coos said, I'd hate to be pickings today. Do you think it's I mean, a bad thing for the wide receivers? Yes. Fair. I mean, it is. It's it's definitely, a. It, they're going to run the ball. If they don't have Derrick Henry. Like you Najee. can't just make that assumption. I think no. the best coaches, the best like bosses in life, the mm-hmm. best youth coaches adapt to the personnel. I, this Fair. is what I do, but what I do best doesn't fit here. So maybe before we go, oh no, all they're going to go back to doing is running and it's going to be Najee and Warren and a cloud of dust and old Steeler football. Nobody's passing. Maybe we adapt like I'm good with it. There it is. Dave's daily picks. What did that say? He's what? He's oh, Arthur Smith sorry. is very talented and hard worker. He started off as an unpaid, yes, his own parents own FedEx, but he deserves respect. He his parents own FedEx. Yeah. Is that what? Is that real? Yeah. But I mean, some guys are just meant to be coordinators. Yes, Josh McDaniels. Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. Tight ends are going to be there, you know? Steeler fans should be happy. Need to improve those guys, add better blocking schemes, sure. But <laughs> your brother so, is your brother's brother Dan. Brother Dan, <laughs> yes, it's a bad thing for the wide receivers because they're going to make running the ball the focus. Yes. They know they have an inept QB. Yes. So they are showing that they have to stick with Pickett and work around them. Is that what that means? Yes. Brother Dan is making that's he's right about that. Yeah, I think he's right. As I said, they're going to run the football. They're going to be a run-heavy team. But that's 
that's Steeler football. Like that's just what they do. Like, I think that's going to be good. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't no? think this is a bad. Yes, I don't think this is a bad hire at all. I I, I don't think this is a. Uh, it's only controversial if you're a Steeler fan who's hoping that they would somehow morph into like the 07 Patriots and chuck the ball all over the place. Like that's not what they're going to do. And yes, George Pickens is a wonderful wide receiver and he needs more and maybe they'll get him more. Right. Arthur Smith did have good wideouts in Tennessee. He just ran the ball first and then play action. And he got Ryan Tannehill to be good. Was he the coordinator when like AJ Brown was there and not being used? Uh, well, he was being used, just maybe not as well as you would have thought. Well, yeah, but I mean, like you went to Philly and it was like, wow, why didn't they correct. use it like this in Tennessee? Correct. That's that's correct. Yes, yes. Huh. That you know that 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 is the the unfortunate situation for Arthur Smith with that. So he Addison, was. The, you're right. There is the 2007 Patriots mention. It does cash. Yes. Sometimes so, they bet on our hats, my hats, or right. whether you're going to mention Brady in the first hour or second hour or the Patriots, and you just did. So cash that. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Titans, 2011 defensive quality control coach. Then he was the offensive quality control control coach. Then he coached the offensive line. Then the assistant tight end coach. Then the tight ends coach. Then offensive coordinator in 19 and 20. Okay. So, I mean, that's... So under Vrabel. Oh yeah. He was never, he, he went to the Falcons to be the head coach. No, I know, but he was, I mean, he was, but he was under Vrabel. I mean, like I'm good with getting coordinators that had good head coaches yep. learn something. And the Steelers success for a number of years was when Arians was the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. worked out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Arians went to be the coordinator somewhere else because I guess they wouldn't give him the money. And, um, who was it that got sick and Arians was thrust into the head coaching role? The guy that's on Pat's show now on Thursdays. Oh, coach. right. Yeah. Um, you guys oh, from Indianapolis. Right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm like, drawing uh, a blank right now. But right. So Arians went there and then Arians went to Arizona and then Arians went to Tampa. He got a Super Bowl. I mean, like Pagano, Chuck Pagano. Thank Chuck you. Pagano. Thank you very much, Goose. Um, so, like, it's okay. I would love a Super Bowl ring. That's like, I talk about it all the time. Like playing, you always wanted to win a championship. I think coaching for me, I'd rather, I'd rather get that ring. I'd like, I'd like success. I like winning and sharing that whole communal experience on the way up. If it means I stay a coordinator or go to a a team like the Steelers and then have success there as the coordinator, that other job will come. Maybe it'll be right time and I'll take it. But it does. It's just funny you say that because it doesn't always work like that. No, it doesn't. So like you're, you're looking for the universe, your priority, your, like what you're putting in front of everything else is winning. And I'm not debating you that if you want to win, you stay. But from coaches that I have talked to in my life, sorry, Will, they don't give a fuck about it. That's true. It's a job. It is. It's, and it's a well, job. So winning is great, but the fans care about winning. If a coach goes 0 and 50 and makes $50 million a year, coaches hate losing. But in, in real, in all honesty, it's like my kids are my more important priority. Like I'm raising my daughters, my, my sons. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to be a good husband. Like I'm trying to be a, raise my family in generational wealth for yes. my family. Yes. So that's why coaches take from coordinators, take head coaching jobs. Don't I go blame a guy making, at all for doing that. Like a million, a guy at all. 
to 10. Like you 10X yeah. your dollars and you're yeah. way more famous. And if you win and you become, you know, an all-time great and all of a sudden you're Andy Reid, you know, doing awkward nuggy commercials for State Farm, like you start making even more money. Right. So like, I get what you're saying, but I also know the ego comes into play. There's only 32 head coaching jobs in the world in the NFL. Yeah. And if you've been a, a coach your entire life, you're tired of having bleep run downhill. Like no, you no, want to be the guy to no say, question. shut up, shut up, shut up. We're doing it my way. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's no question about that. There's it's, and I don't blame a guy for taking it like that, but um, at 37, yeah, you know, and I have That's the benefit right. of being, uh, Explain it again using those nuggies. <laughs> it's the creepiest commercial on TV right now. It, I, I get freaked out every time I say it. It's it's so uh, weird. I'm like, why did uh, they do that? Why does Andy Reid want that out there? It's like the creepy uncle with the van. It's weird. It strange. But I I, I I don't begrudge a guy taking a job for the money. I mean, but at being at 53, like I know sometimes, you know, the money comes and goes. And that other thing is, is forever. And, and, and the time will come. It might not. You might not get another opportunity to go be a head coach. It might not happen. So life will steer you in a different direction. You it's, you you keep going always forward, never straight. Uh, who knows? But listen, I'm good with it. I'm interested to see what Steeler fans put it in a poll. Is it a good hire? Arthur Smith, Steelers, yes or no? Is it a good hire? I, I don't – I mean, we can't judge it, but we can have an opinion. And we got – well, a you lot of people soon. just piled in. This late start, we get a big crowd. This is awesome. Put it in there. I think more people will say yes than no. What do you think? I think it depends on your fandom, but I think it is a good hire because of who Arthur Smith was with the Titans. He fits what Pittsburgh So do you is. dismiss everything that happened in Atlanta? Yes. The head coach, Should different you? job. Hmm. I mean... <sighs> I, I think personally, some guys, the line that somebody wrote, some guys are meant to be coordinators. Some guys are meant to focus on one part of the game and they're very good at one part of the game. Right. Josh McDaniels should never, probably won't ever, should never be a head coach ever again in the NFL. It's a really good offensive coordinator. He'll go with Bill, wherever Bill wants to go and they'll go and reconstitute. Bill don't come back. He's going to come back. There's no way Belichick's done. He's done this year, but he's not done. He has his staff. He's got his guys. They'll all get together whenever he's ready to go. Belichick will go. I don't think so. He's going to Seattle. He's going to go replace the guy he replaced. It's ironic, isn't it? Patriots fired Pete Carroll. Think about how many people ended up in Seattle. Like when they, like, I will never forget. Oh, my goodness. And you guys at my age, you, you might remember this. You might not. Franco Harris was every Italian's, like, guy in Pittsburgh. Franco's Italian army was his cheering thing and all this stuff. And he was a stealer, stealer, stealer forever mm. until he wasn't. They said, mm. you run out of bounds too much. You're slowed down. You're gone. And he went to Seattle at the end of his career. And I remember seeing Franco Harris in that nice, really nice ass Seattle uniform and that silver helmet. And I was like, how did he end up in Seattle? And then you go back and think like there's been multiple guys that have retired or finished out their career in Seattle that you're like, how did this happen? 
How did this mm. happen? Bill's going to end up there. That would be wild. <sighs> be really wild if he. You're closer to winning than he can't go to Washington. Like he, can't, he cannot reclaim. He, no, he's not going to go to Seattle. He's not going to go to Washington. Not going to either one. They don't want him. Washington doesn't want him. Washington has a <laughs> a round table of quote unquote smart people making decisions for that franchise. Bill Belichick's going to walk in and be like, you're all fired. <laughs> like, there's no way he's not going to go. Hey magic. Can we talk about my offensive line, please? Like that is not ever going to happen. He's not going to Washington, Seattle. I could see, but I don't see him going to Seattle either. One really far away from home, but two also just the fact that Pete Carroll, I don't see him replacing Pete Carroll. I mean, Pete on the sideline with him is it? Uh, he is replaced it, Carroll in New England. Like it's it's coach. so strange. Pete chomping on a gum and coming down and yeah, doing, I know. doing all this. I think that can't. Hilarious. No, that 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 can't happen. L- let me say one thing real quick here because I didn't put it in the rundown, but I, I, I want to bring it up because I think it's it's really kind of one I of the more insane. Hold on, let me get the glasses. So if you think, I'm serious. If you think, or someone in your family thinks that the NFL has fixed this season to enable Taylor Swift to date an NFL All-Pro to go to the Super Bowl in which the NFL will fix that Super Bowl in order for Taylor Swift and her boyfriend to win said Super Bowl in order for Taylor Swift to endorse Joe Biden to win the presidency and thus the Swifties all get behind Biden to put him back in office. You really need to get your fucking head checked. Sorry, like, Will. Like really quickly go and get your brain scanned and talk to a therapist or something. Oh, what do we do? Like you need help. Like you really do need help. The oh, level boy. of conspiracy theory that you are on, the the tin hat doesn't do it right. Like you were born, bred, raised under power lines for 30 years type oh. of deformation in your brain. Like you got something really wrong with you. You could say the league wants Taylor there. Fine. You could say the league has benefited by pushing Taylor Swift and people can't stand it. Fine. But do you think the entire NFL is in on it? Like the entire NFL has been told and no one's letting it leak that we're supposed to let the Chiefs win for a political psyop that Taylor Swift is somehow a government plant dictated to keep Biden in power. What, where are we as a country that this stuff is being perpetrated all over my Twitter feed? I've seen this like multiple times. This is not like some wild way out conspiracy. This is a consistent talking point with certain media members and certain outlets who are going to spend the next two weeks talking about this. (laughs) That is like, what are we doing? How in the hell did this become political all of a sudden? Like hating Taylor is one thing, right? I'm so sick of her. Get her off my screen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's a political government plant. And the NFL is going to allow the Chiefs to win to give her the biggest stage so she can endorse a political candidate here in Vegas. What? This is this is this is other people saying this This is for real. This is a for real serious talking point for numerous media members who will be coming here to Vegas to talk about said theory. Not on our show. Not on our show. (laughs) 
But One thing I can guarantee, <laughs> Will, lean in close, boys and girls. <laughs> You're not coming on our fucking show and talking about it. Not now, not ever. Okay? We just went from talking about whether Arthur Smith was a good hire for the Steelers to P. Ralt going on a little bit of a wondering what the hell kind of tinfoil hat these people are wearing. And this is my point, too. They don't need all that just to have Taylor endorse somebody. Like, if they want that to happen, I, I mean, yeah, I contour. This is not true. This is not just crazy people on Twitter. I'm telling you right now, I've been sent different media, long-form media conversations. Charlie or not is one person that's been doing this and pushing this left and right about Taylor, okay? It, don't name outkick. names. We don't Fine. need to get involved Fine. in the names. Don't but, name I mean, names. It's, it's multiple, multiple media outlets I am seeing this on where people are out there pushing this theory about football being fixed. Like, football being fixed is one thing, okay? That's nuts to me. When you start, like, seriously believing the NFL is scripted, it's one thing to be like, look, the referees stink, Okay. They're in on it. Okay. Somebody paid off somebody. Fine. I don't believe any of it, but I can see it. I understand it. There is some anecdotal evidence you can point to and it like that looks fishy. I'll give it. I yell about it too. I get mad about it as well. But whoa, are we down a different rabbit hole now? We're in a whole different level of like conspiracy theorists in terms of like this is Illuminati times like a hundred. We had Benson on yesterday. He said that. Uh, nobody called him. He don't have the bat phone in the risk room. Or they called him and told him what the games were going to do. Like he he confirmed that. I've been in these places. There's no phone. Ain't nobody doing it. Butchie knows Butchie's down in a place down south in, 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 in an island in Central America and all that stuff. They don't know. Like you just take the bets and move on. Like, but this is next level stuff. I am glad that I don't even know what's. You're doing. Your I'm on does. my knees in my office praying <laughs> to preacher parole. Can I get an amen? Brother Dan, tell him. Brother Dan is at, we're adding brother Dan, security <laughs> force of the BBB brigade, him, Stevie Mack, Mikey Awesome, Matthew Bomby. We got our own offensive line. We don't even need Arthur Smith. We'll call the plays, run the ball nonstop. Holy shit. You got me Wait. fired up. Hey. Well, Matt, Matt reading, but he won't laugh. What am I reading, Butchie? I don't know what I'm reading. I, I, I did, do. I have do I have cheese with that Butchie. wine? I mean, I, I is, is that was that's not funny. <laughs> no, no, that's no, Butchie, funny. Butchie, he's got 18 tabs open, oh, okay. trying to see what things we could bring up and what we don't uh, okay. because we can't get busted. Like he's not reading anything. That was that was off the cuff. That was that was there was no. No, it's, I just, while I'm waiting for you, I'm just looking at these different things. I'm scrolling through Twitter. I'm seeing these things pop on my timeline over and over again about how this season, it has been fixed that this was premeditated, that the chiefs were always going to be here. This was always the plan. And that Taylor, look, I was the first one to say that I think Taylor and Travis was a a pre-planned publicity stunt for the two of them and to help Travis's, you know, Q rating go up. Nothing to do with the political campaign. I didn't go as far as to go like, wait, what? So we're going to try to like, and then the pushback is awesome. They're like, well, Taylor's audience is mostly 13-year-old girls, so it won't matter. What are you talking about? Like, It's so not true about what her audience is. It's 
it, it, I don't know. I this has people going completely off the deep end. Like it is the media world right now has tried at least I think they're bo- I think the, the the quickest answer is they're bored. They're bored with the Chiefs, they're bored with the Niners. The game isn't fun. So let's start the conspiracy theory about everything going into this. Because people are betting like 500,000, a million, 200,000. It's all coming in today. We'll get to the Niners in a second. But like right. people are betting that much money on fixed stuff? Really? Like oh. and, and books, a, lot, and, and, a lot of people bet on the Ravens. And books are taken that bet to, <laughs> on something fixed? A lot of people like, bet yeah. on the Ravens. They lost. I mean, it, it, it happens. Oh. Sometimes they bet... You know, they bet on the Niners money line and they won. You like win some, lose some bets. I, I don't know. I don't understand. Thank don't goodness. Know. It's a shame because, again, I said it yesterday. Um, I have all these opportunities and people and stuff that I've met is from being in the book and then being mm. on Twitter. And it's changing right before our eyes. Like you can't be on it too much because you get very narrow minded and now they're feeding the stuff that you see on there. Like it's not working. I, I don't, it's going to be a weird year, but 2024 well, is, is going to be a very weird year. That's a great way of putting it. How many hours a day are you on your phone, by the way? I've been asking everyone this question the last day. Do you know how many hours you're on your phone? How many, let me rephrase it. Other than staring at a screen for work, how many hours are you staring at a screen? I will have to look and see. I've been doing a lot better with that. Like the trip back East was great because I yeah. wasn't on my phone very much. And I was going to bed and reading a book at night at brother Dan's and doing all this I, other stuff. I had a kid in my class yesterday told me that she's on a screen 15 hours a day. One five. One five. I was There's like 24 hours in a day. So 24 minus 15 is nine. How much is she sleeping? She said six hours a night. She sleeps. She said, so there's three hours of, non-screen time in a day because in that's, class you can look at your screen i mean that's when you're in class you can be on your screen like well, it's not that class, hard aren't you like looking at the class you are but she's not she's on her phone she's like i don't pay attention in class i just look at my phone <laughs> it's like at least you're being honest but i was like holy crap 15 hours like, i was like, I was like no? you're serious that's insane like the average of my class, there's 14 kids in my class. Yep. And the, and the average was six to eight hours a day. Okay. And the reason why I I, I, I bring it up for a different reason, because I'm teaching, obviously, audio and content, right. is that everything you're consuming can be used for content. My, my point is that like looking at text messages, looking at your screen, everything is content. Everything can be used. Everything can be digested and and turned into some form of content. Well, if you know I'm looking at the screen right now with you. Does that count as screen time? That's why I said no, because that would be, even though you are, I mean, screen time, it means like, when are you consuming things, reading things, watching something on, on your phone or on oh. a TV, like things that are being shown to you, you're projecting it out. You're working. So we are the ones doing the content now. So okay. that's different than when you're sitting okay. passively being shown the content okay. or a text message coming in and just, so I always ask the kids, like, how how often are you on your phone? And like, oh. think about that when you're watching something, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it might be. And a lot of it is the fact that, are you ever bored? Do you remember the last time you were bored? Like, is this a trick question? No, true. Did you remember the last time you were like really bored? I I, I always find something to do. 
Like, because the phone has eliminated boredom. We are not bored anymore. We're not bored anymore. There's all these studies that have been done about the beauty of boredom and what causes creativity to to blossom. The best. And how we have stagnated that in our kids because they're never bored. They always have something to do. Watch, see, follow, swipe. It's a wild theory to go, wow, that's true. Because a lot of the times when you're bored, you find your way into things. Pick up a pen, start writing, you know, pick up a, start painting a paintbrush, start painting because you're bored. There's nothing else going on. Like, what am I going to do? All right. I'm going to pick up a guitar. I'm going to teach myself to play guitar. Saturday night, you went out. Mm -hmm. My daughters and your daughter were together. Mm -hmm. They went bowling and then they went to your house and did all the, you know, babysit and do whatever they did over there. (laughs) Drop the bomb off at the place. and. Jess went with grandma and Papap and stayed at bowling and hung out. I was by myself. Right. And I was like, all right, what do I do in this house? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to see a movie. So like I went and sat in a movie theater with two other people. There was oh, only three dust. of us in the entire theater. What did you say? And I saw boys in the boat. You did. It's fantastic. Did you? I I I really want to see that. That's supposed to be a really really good movie. It's fantastic, and it helped me think. Mm-hmm. It inspired me. It made me go. This is I, and I didn't know. I've seen Crew like twice in person, and it's it's a it's a it's a boat people thing, but it was great, and it. And it sparked like all of these ideas. And I was like, who would be in the BVB boat crew? Like if we had an eight, who would be the coxswain screaming out the, the thing? That's what the guy's name is that yells it out. I know, but <laughs> it's not a word that you can't say, but it, it is sounds like but, a word. But see, but Benny's right. Being bored does suck, but that's the point when being, when you're bored, you you went to a movie. You went you you go and do something out of the norm when yeah. you're bored, and oftentimes that can lead your brain. It's read uh, there's uh, the book I'm reading is talking a lot about this. It's about how we're constantly stimulated over and over and over again. We don't allow ourselves to have that moment of like I don't need you to feed me something. Like you mentioned, Twitter being taken over, or Instagram being taken over, and we're being fed this stuff through algorithms and being shown all this stuff. That like when we were kids growing up, sometimes you just went for a walk. You just oh, walked outside. Walking every day. You just walked outside. You're like, it's a gorgeous day. I'm just going to go to the park. I'm just going to hang out in the park. And then you the bump into thing. your, you bump into love of your life. You know, some person, some girl sits down, you start talking. And all of a sudden, like, I'm just saying like, yes, there's, I'm not doing that when I go. There's the moments. That, just watch it. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing I know, that. but there's just two, like, there's. All of these things that go on in our lives as, as, as 50, you know, 40 year old plus people that I feel like my daughter doesn't, I I worry about my daughter in in that moment. Like, when are you not being shown something? Either you're studying, you're in school, you're watching on your iPad, you're watching TV. Like, when are you just like bored by yourself in your room? It doesn't happen much for her. 
And that worries me as a father. I'm like, man, we can't put it up on the chat. But Tony Baroni had a solution for what they did back in the day when they were bored. You cannot put it up on the chat. But if you're in the chat, you can go find it. If you're rewatching the show right now, you know, you can see. But, OK, serious question here for a second. Right. Let's right. take that topic for because here come real talk to guys for a second. Is that why men aren't having sex anymore? This show is never getting <laughs> on. I'm, I'm asking you a serious question. We are completely I, off the I, rundown. I, we got I, I'm basketball games to this talk is a serious, about. This is a serious question, okay? Because the study, the studies are real. This is a real. This is this is a real thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not happening anymore. So, like title shots, title shots aren't happening. Title shots, guys just don't want to do it anymore. Like they're, they're not even trying to do it anymore. So I'm not right. saying like boredom and what we used to do to fix boredom. Yeah. Okay. But like, I've seen studies where like the like 25 year old guys are just like, yeah, I'm not really interested in doing this anymore. Right. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm not even trying. I mean, remember we talked about the gambling study that was blaming gambling for men, not wanting to, to sleep with girls. Yeah. What was that? that nonsense. Was it's just it complete nonsense, good. but there is something going on. They're trying to explain like, why are guys not doing this? Like, why are women like they're mad and so they're frustrated about what's going on? And like, look, I was always gonna have one kid. You had three. I was only gonna have one child. I knew that going on. I was gonna have none. Then I had one. I'm like, I'm good with one. I just want to have one kid. And I'm 46 and I highly doubt I'll have another one. And I'm cool with that. But right. there's there's like kids or, or young people out there that like are not even attempting the act to have kids. Right. They, they can't even mess up and have kids. No. Well, I mean, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of pressure. There's a, like, it's just different. Like it was the expectation before for us growing up. You just, you know, you graduate high school, you either go get a job, you go to college and then you come out, you get a job and you meet someone. And then, you know, it's just go like this. And then, well, yeah, maybe it might be. That too. Damaged guys. Absolutely. It's just, it, I don't know. I know it's way off the run now, but I just find that this conversation is so interesting because of where we have a wide swath of men who watch this show. Women watch this show too, but 95% we have guys all over the world who are watching this show. Yep. And this doesn't feel like a U.S. problem. <laughs> this feels like a issue that we have had due to all sorts of things. And I'm going right. to blame most of it on this. Okay. Most of it is on this thing. <laughs> oh. A lot of, a lot of our problems can all be traced back to this device that we have put in the hands of every kid and every person on the planet. And I am like, what did we do? I, I see it through the eyes of all the, the, the kids and the, their friends and, and all this other stuff. I mean, if the 20 year old and 18 year old, I've watched it kind of, happen and the phone is a lot to blame for it we got a guy crop underscore duster 007 and he said men don't have interest in women because of the hatred toward them now and we just chase success rather than females instead it's what i felt it's not alone he's not alone that thinking and i mean you know sometimes and it works both ways when you get your heart stomped on and you know, stepped on and stuff. You kind of go, you know what? I'm good for a little while. I'm going to, I'm going to chase something else. And then, you know, you realize I don't need to, to get in the ring right now. I need to focus on me. And, and I don't know. I don't know. It's the phone. I think it's such a, 
the phone in boredom. It's such an interesting thing that I'm reading about and like going like, what did we do? Like, I remember getting my cell phone. I remember how excited I was about having a cell phone. I remember the first time I could send text messages. I remember when it was became, when I had the internet on my phone, I was like, oh my gosh, I have email on my phone. This is so crazy. I I can send emails to people. And then I remember I got my first smartphone. I got my first iPhone two. I didn't get the one. I got the iPhone two. And I was like, this is so crazy. We have all of this right at our fingertips. This is great. Yeah. And now it's iPhone 15. Yeah. And you hear stories about the executives in Silicon Valley who don't let their kids use the products. I know. It's like, wait a minute. You're the ones giving my kid. My daughter is playing with the device that you created and your kids should not use it because you know the truth. Like, you know what this thing can do. And yet your entire like career has been based upon getting my kid to be on that thing more. I start to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I remember when texting started and I had a flip phone. Oh, yeah. And I was like. I'm not taking the time to text you. Oh, I only I, text people. That's you know, when my social disconnect clicked in right away. Boom. I, but no I call. saw the value okay. of it quick. But like, <laughs> yeah. you know, kids, you you won't even believe this, but you had to hit the two button like three times to get a C. You know, it was A, B. <laughs> you know, you remember that? Like there was no letter. That's the was, razor. I got so good. I could text without having to see it. That's ridiculous. I, Okay. I knew yes. I, I could, I could go, I could have it in a hoodie in school. I could right. open my razor and I could literally text without having to look down and know what I was sending. Yeah. See, that's bad. The razor. That's good. <laughs> right. And then I graduated to the Blackberry and every letter yeah. had its own thing. And I was like, right. okay, full keyboard, right? Awesome. Oh, now I got a keyboard and I went the other way and I was like, I'm only texting, you know, and then <laughs> my flip flown got us moving. A flip phone count as a device? It does. It Technically, does. yes. To what we, it can do. We, we went the other way, and by getting the phone smarter, I think we got dumber. It's a great point. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you know, to call it the smartphone, ironically, it's not. it makes you dumb. Yeah. It just... It's, it's, it's crazy. And then, you know, the kids don't know anything else. Like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things was when we would go on vacation, no phones. What are we doing all day? I don't know, right. but we would go and sleep in and then we would like find a place to eat breakfast or something and then like go to the beach or go to the pool. What are we doing later? Nothing. Right. This is what we're doing. Right. Well, would if it rains, we'll figure out something else to do. Right. <laughs> but like, what are we doing the rest of the week? This exact thing. For the next five days, we're going to sleep in, we're going to wake up, we're going to eat, we're going to play board games at night, and in between, I don't know what we're going to do. Those are great days. Because they're bored. It's good. I've become, this is my new mantra, boredom is good. Like, we need more bored, more bored, more bored kids to go and find different things to do, right? Because, like, the whole, when we were growing up, I'm sure you heard it too, like, you know, Boredom is the devil's work. You know, an idle hand is the devil's work. You know, it's it's the People worst thing. People up in New England used to say that stuff. I've never heard that. Oh, really? We went to the park and played games. We made you never stuff heard, up. You never heard like idle idle hand is, is the devil's handiwork? No. You never, you never heard that? 
No, something else was in your hand when you were born. <laughs> it wasn't the devil. <laughs> so that's well, I mean, that's what they kind of, you know what I mean? That's what they tied it to, right? I don't know. If, if you're if you're bored and the Kathy Ireland, you know, swimsuit issue is somehow under the bed, and it's, you know, that's what ends up happening. All timer. Kathy Ireland's all timer. So, like that that's people would get concerned about that. You'd be alone in your room for too long. You'd come downstairs. Your mom would be like, You were up there for a long time. What were you doing? Like the, we don't have that anymore. I mean, the, the 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 idea that porn is available to everyone with a smartphone freaks me out beyond all belief. <laughs> like, at, like at what age? Your daughter's nine. Wait till she's a teenager. What <laughs> age? <laughs> what age are kids first seeing porn now? Like at what age do they come across it? Like just they see like things that I didn't see till I was like twenty five. Twenty five. Where were you? I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't circus like at 20. I wasn't, I, I think the first like full blown porn movie I saw, I think I was like 22, 23 years old. Like I would watch like, you know, you didn't see mo- a playboy magazine. Yes. But that's, I mean like a full blown porn. Like Oh, different. Oh, like oh, AVN type way, things like way. porn. I'm not talking about, I, I saw, you know, I'm talking about my gosh, we used to steal easy rider magazines when we were, you know, when we, when, when we were 14. Oh, yes. Okay. Like full, right, I'm not talking right. about that. I'm talking okay. about like something you see, like a full movie that something that gets shot on the strip. College. <laughs> Yeah, college for yeah. me. I was after college for me, but yeah, I was like, I, well, I, well, I was, yeah, I was in a fraternity and went like at the fraternity house. I was like, what are you guys doing? I don't, it's bizarre. I mean, I, that part of society, that part of the internet is just like, man, alive. Yeah. You all the, you put all the parental blocks you want it as you, as you want. Your kids are smart enough to get them off. They, they, they know how to, how to get that stuff taken off and like, and figure out how to get around it. So that's, I don't know. That, that's what I'm like, Madeline, you're not getting a phone. Like, period. Like, stop asking. Like, you're not getting a phone. <laughs> like, I'm just not going to. to be, you're, you're going to be the last kid of your friend group to get a phone. I've told her that like three times. She's like, what do you mean? You're going to be the last kid <laughs> in your friend group right? to get a phone. Yeah. That's it. Akbar, my guy. Akbar. Damn. WTF happened today. Everything went off the rails. Yes. We're off the rails. We'll come back on the rails we'll, now. We'll, so let's we'll get it back on the rails. Okay. We're back on the rails. Uh, all right. So, Lakers last night. Get crushed by the they're Houston the Rockets what? tonight. They're they're on the road in Atlanta, laying six and a half. Yeah, what the question that it says in the rundown is, what are they? And I was going to like, what what are they? What are yeah. the Lakers at twenty four and twenty four? They're five hundred. They're a very very average basketball team at best. I mean, what's the answer to that question for you? Is they're a bad team. Bad or they're not for, they're not good. No, they're not good basketball. They're not team. good, but I mean they're they're are they a playoff team? I mean they're a play-in team. Play not a playoff team. They'll be in the play-in tournament. Not one through six, though. Mm-mm, no way. No I mean, way. 48 games. This is not looking good. Like, but wasn't it such an easy play? I got on yesterday with Ranieri and we got Taylor the first hour. Right. And we, we previewed this game, and I'm like, did you see what happened Saturday night? This is such an easy play against. Like, they're, the Atlanta was dogs. The Lakers were still favored on the road. Sometimes the numbers just don't pass that the up. eye test. Right. They played that double overtime game, crazy game. They're going to Atlanta? No, they're in Atlanta tonight. They were yeah, tonight's in uh, Houston. Houston. Last night, yeah. 
Not a good spot for the Lakers. I mean, you talk about spot, but it's they were dogs. One thirty-five to the Rockets, and now they're six and a half. It's six and a half right now. Yeah. Oh, so I guess what's the second game of a back-to-back? So I'm assuming somebody ain't playing. Probably both LeBron and AD. Oh man, put the word in there. The Lakers are blank. Put it in the chat. Garbage, guys. Let's use your imagination. If you're bored, if you're not, fire away. A lot of the good material that we get is from you guys. And again, much appreciated. We're going to be doing it live on Thursday. Come and talk to us. If you're bored, if you're not, just come hang out. Lakers are blank. Bad. Celtics were down 17 last night. They rallied, didn't cover. They were covering until Tatum turned the basketball over. They won by six. They're up they by nine. The whole, whole game in total. Whole game. Quarter. Whole game. Yep. Then they and were then covering. They, yep. Up by nine. And then Did Tatum turned the ball over. Did you think they were going to cover? No, because I knew it was. It was it, I was like, this is hinging on one or two plays, and it's not going right. to fall my way. Eight's right. too many points for this. Day. Yep. It can't. Laying eight, you got to win by like 15. You can't have it come down to one or two possessions. And exactly what happened, because. Boston didn't care about winning by nine. They cared about winning. So they had to make sure they won, they won the damn game and they rallied and they won the game. The worst was I'm watching the score and we're on, I'm on sports grid and I'm talking and I'm like, watch what happens. I said, Celtics second half, they're down. They're going to come back. Like that's yeah. one of those ones you just know. Okay. Down and I didn't 10. watch one second of it. Then yeah. I'm watching the score and I'm watching the in game and I'm going, this would be hilarious if they cover because somebody's going to go, well, I laid a, I'm good. Like that wasn't in hindsight, when you're looking, it wasn't the right side, but I thought, all right, we're going to get a gift and cover. And then as soon as they got it back within the eight, I was like, nope, this is going to fall just short. And you're right because the Celtics are trying to win the game. Got away with one bad first half. They didn't, they didn't shoot good at all. So, so is Halliburton coming back tonight? He's playing. He was supposed to. He's he's trying to play. Oh, hold on. I don't know if he's back or not yet tonight for Uh, him. Uh, Let's see. He's likely back versus the Celtics tonight. Hmm. So if he's back, you can't play under, can you? At two forty six, because this number is right back to where it has been consistently for Indiana, which is really high for two forty six with Boston on the road. Says he's probable. Uh, LL if he, came in the chat and said he's. If probable. he plays Celtics team total first half bet live, because I'm that's what I'm eyeballing. Over. <coughs> you like under? No, I'm just asking. Can you bet under? I don't think you can bet under. No. It's really high. I mean, Indiana's no. been an under team here for a while. Yeah, but Halliburton coming back should change everything, depending on how many minutes he plays. Yes, TP, are you with me? Question mark. BVB Resort rolled first round March 21st, 22nd. Those are the dates. So it's that weekend. 21, yeah. 22, 23, 24. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Butchie said he's still questionable as far as he knows. Uh, and he's got some good information, too. Lakers are the crunchy rice stuck to the bottom of the pot. That's some of the good stuff, though. Lakers are booty cheeks. Thank you, JC from KC. <laughs> Lakers are LeGround meat. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> I mean, maybe I mean Halliburton could be on a restriction. Yes, that's I mean, that's possible. He could be on a restriction. 
But Lakers are it's a, jag offs. Oh, it's okay. A, it's a hamstring injury, so you would think that there would be some type of being careful. But look, I I uh, I agree. Country is nice. I think Dan's right. I mean, there are people who are going to bet the under simply because there's been this overreaction with the Pacers, and the numbers are reflective in it. I mean, two forty six right. is high. Yep, that's high. I mean, Boston. Um, how many points is Boston going to give up? Like realistically, they scored fifty points in the first half last night. So this is a back to back for them. It's not a back to back for the Pacers, right? Right. Hence the same number. They're eight oh. against Pelicans, right? And they're eight right now. I would expect a play to come in on the Pacers actually. Okay. If me and Butchie were sitting next to each other in a room, which I don't know, I can't say it's completely out of the realm of possibility, but it's a long way away, I think. But I would lean over to Butchie and say, I think they're coming with the dog here. I don't know. That's the, the, the under's probably going to be played, but sometimes those back to backs, I tell you, I just, I, I lose, used to use lose sleep over these things. It never, was able to get a good feel for it. And now the way guys sit out and then not play or say they're playing or right. coming back yeah. from injury. And then before the game, somebody gets the info and fires a limit play at you. And you're like, damn it. I don't know. <laughs> what, what does that mean? The Lakers are a fitted hat sized wrong. Ooh. What? You ever wear a size wrong fitted yeah. hat? Hurts. hurts. Man, that gives you that brain rush. You're like, yeah. Mm. No fun. Yeah, no, that's that's worse. That, that's no fun on that. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, okay, let's go to college basketball tonight because the litany games to get into. South Carolina's at number five, Tennessee. The number was as high as fifteen last night. Holy crap! Really? I couldn't believe it. I jumped all over it because South Carolina is seven and one ATS away from home, and five and two in the SEC ATS. Wow. Tennessee wins this game. Tennessee is not winning. This. I mean, I know their last two wins have been absolutely lopsided. Okay. They have crushed. They crushed Vanderbilt 75-62. They beat Alabama 91-71. They beat Florida 85-66. They beat Georgia 85-79. They've won four straight games since the loss on the road to Mississippi State. But this is a 12-point win according to Kempom. And I didn't get the movement. This felt as I was watching the line climb last night. I was like, Superbook was at 15 last night. Uh, Caesars was at 15 last night. I was like, who's artificially propping this number up? Like somebody's just driving this thing up to bet it because it makes no sense why this number is this high. Right. And 13 and I, a half, I think, I think it's too high. I think even 13 and a half is too high. That's that first 3.30 time slot Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. I love that spot it's it puts that game out by itself so yeah. we'll have a, a, a reason to watch it what do you feel about the total i mean if you like the dog you've got to like under no kind of i mean i, I kempom has it at 138 so it's it's kind of right there it's already slid down a little south so, carolina yeah, is, right a, is under yeah south carolina is a really they're 348th in tempo out of 351 teams but she said he just moved it to 14. It's moving to 14 right now in places. 
I don't understand going back up. I, I don't get it. You guys are I mean, watching the show. There you go. Yeah, I don't get it personally. Okay. I, I took I took 15. I was like, give me 15. Give me South Carolina. They're going to bleed the clock. This team plays at a snail's pace. Tennessee's winning the game. There's no debate. They're winning the game. Right. It's just right. They're winning the game by eight or nine. Like it's just a three or four possession win for Tennessee. And maybe, maybe South Carolina goes ice cold, but I, I can't see it personally. I mean, what South just, Carolina do their last game? Uh, they beat Missouri at home, 72, 64 beat Kentucky at home, 79, 62. That was a game. I yeah. was on Kentucky yep. beat Arkansas, 77, 64 on the road. Uh, uh, on the road, yep. But everyone's beating Arkansas this year. Arkansas is not very good, right? Uh, but their last three road games was a win over Arkansas, a win over Missouri, and a loss to Alabama. They've had no one bad that. game. No, they've no, had no one bad game. They got killed. They lost 70, 74 to forty-seven at Bama. But that's the only game they haven't covered away from home so far right. this year. Okay. Seven one. It's pace of play. It's just there's not enough possessions to cover this size of a number. So, and I know Tennessee is really good defensively. So the idea is like this game is going to wind up being like the Alabama game, where South Carolina is going to score 50 points and it's going to be 70 to 50. I, you know, give me the dog. I am nine and oh this year, Dave. Not only has that blue blazer, which looks tremendous on TV. Yeah, I saw E post that comment uh with someone in Iowa saw you that was nice i love when people do that you guys yeah, keep deep. doing that put tag us when you see us on the sports grid they're running that commercial every uh every break. third break okay. you're you're the commercial with the um it does look like uh, a sport coat with no no shirt on underneath i know we're not going that off. Yet, I pull that off yet no maybe, no. maybe. Come mid March, I might be able to pull that off. I don't. But. Let's let's not worry about that. But the, the Blue Blazer has face, worked. North Carolina has been great. I'm nine and zero. Oh. The most yeah. profitable team in all of sports yeah. betting for me yep. in 2024 is North Carolina. I'm nine and zero oh ATS betting on Carolina. And you've bet on them every time, right? You haven't Correct. bet against them yet. No. Yeah. They are a wagon at the so moment. You're good with laying eight and a half on the road. I laid nine. You're I good laid with more. This. I am. Georgia Tech's not scoring tonight. They have Total's a horrible 151. What the hell are you talking about? Carolina very well might score a hundred. Uh, I don't know if they'll score a hundred. What's their team total right now? Let's see. North Carolina uh, at Georgia Tech, four o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock Eastern. Eighty-two sixty. The, the projection is eighty-two sixty-nine for Kempom. That's dope. thirteen thirteen point win. The number opened up at eleven. It's been bet down immediately. I, I was like, I don't understand. I, I completely am confused. Carolina has the third most efficient defense, sixteen effective field goal percentage defensively, eighteenth and three point defense, fortieth and two point defense, up against ninety-six efficiency for Tech. 230 effective field goal percentage, 242 and three point percentage, and 192 and two point percentage. Like they're not going to score. <laughs> like Tech's not going to score against Carolina. And look, I laid the six and a half in the last game. They won by seven. Fine. I mean, luckily it was it, it covers a cover. I got burned by that ridiculousness at the Iowa State game. That meaningless three that Kansas took that drilled my that drilled my bet. Yep. And then I got and then I got Carolina the very next play. It evened out. So it was right. hold on. You're frozen. Don't don't talk. Don't wait. 
So come back, Jack. Snap your fingers. Look at that freeze face. That's going to appear on a Mikey Awesome video 100%. With so, a profile freeze face. He got so, so to me, I'm just not stopping. I'm betting on Carolina. Like I'm just That's not fine. stopping. Makes Let perfect sense, but I'm at the rolling. same time, the it's only a lot reason, of the points only, on the road. We just were talking yesterday how hard it is to win on the road. Okay, and Carolina has won on the road. Okay, this is what they have done. They've won and covered on the road at Florida State. They've won and covered on the road at Boston College. They've won and covered on the road at NC State. They've won and covered on the road against Clemson. They've won and covered on the road against Pitt. They're 5-0 and on the road. Is Georgia Tech good? No. What's their record? Uh, Georgia Tech's record on the year is 9-11, and 2-7 and seven in the Big East. They have one win in their last uh, eight games. Oh. They're one in seven, their last eight. This is how you know whether you want to be a guy betting or you want to be a book. Because <laughs> there ain't a book on planet Earth that's not going to need Georgia Tech to keep this within the number. Yep. What in the hell is going to possess someone to give you real, whether it's American money, Canadian money, Mexican money, Costa Rican money, European money, even our guy in Croatia, Vinko? Who in the hell is going to bet Georgia Tech today? The person who believes that North Carolina is looking ahead to Duke because they play Saturday Duke at home night. on Saturday night. Okay? Saturday night. That's the handicap. If you're going to take the points, if you're betting on tech, which I think the pros are, they're betting on tech because they think the team's looking ahead to Duke. I disagree. They're an older team. That's nonsense. Today is Tuesday. I would agree Those with you. College <laughs> kids don't even know. What no, they're doing they know. Thursday, let alone Saturday. They know who they're playing Saturday. They know. Yeah, but Some, the, like listen, the huge we're, game. We're in Atlanta right now. Let's play play this game. I mean, that look ahead spawn. I don't know about all that. But listen, they can look ahead and still cover. That's right, the juice. Absolutely, they <laughs> can look ahead and still cover. If Georgia Tech is caca, they are really bad, and they are. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. So Speaking of Saturday night, uh, our boy uh, Dubsy reached out to me yesterday. Oh. He will be in town awesome. um, Thursday. Good. So I'm going to try to get him directed over to the uh, the live show. We can get okay. Dubsy to come on. And- can he- <laughs> I'm going to go see some old friends at Sports Grid. <laughs> ah, I don't know what he's going to do about all that. Like... <laughs> We, we, we may into. run into a problem with people on the show um, at Radio Row with the times restrictions and different things, but we are off campus on Thursday and there will be and no we, problems. I told you, we're going to have our camera. We're going to have a camera crew on. I understand. Media I'm just so saying for the live shows. Yeah, they may not live, but they'll be on our YouTube channel. We'll tape a bunch of content. We'll have a lot of fun stuff going at on. At Symbol Boston versus the book. We yeah. are almost at the 2000 mark. Are we? We are inching up slowly, slowly, slowly. I'm telling you, I'm not begging you, but I'm really asking very nicely. Can we please tell people to subscribe if you haven't already? Just subscribe until the Super Bowl, and then you can not subscribe after that. But once you get in, you'll want to stay because you get the alert when we start, the ish time. It pops right up. You can watch it later. You can watch it live later with the chat, without the chat, whatever you want. Please get us to that 2K subscription. Wow, we really are close. My we gosh. Are. We are. We are. We're like, a, we're like 100, 100, 100, almost like 100. I know. 
Come oh. on. Say the number. We're almost Let's there. Go. We're Let's almost go, guys. Come on. Get us, get us so this flipped. Marquette was favored. They are no longer. Villanova Tough is game. now favored. Tough game. I saw this game last night when I was going. I was like, wow, Tuesdays are awesome. Tuesdays, a lot of people take off Tuesdays for years in the business. I was off on Tuesdays. So I was home. Got to appreciate the college basketball Tuesdays. Yeah. This is a good game. This is, this, I have no idea who's going to win. Don't ask me. And so this fits, this fits my trend. Okay. Oh. Winning on the road and coming home, being a home dog, but they're no longer a home dog. So it's off. Your, bet, you can't, it's off. Doesn't qualify, but it gives me real confidence to say Villanova is going to win this game. All right, put this in the chat. We have we have triple digits amount of people watching the show right now, watching us with it live. Appreciate it again. Yep. Who wins this game? Whether you like college basketball or not, take a shot. Vote. We got to get the number of votes up. Marquette or Villanova, just win the game because the spread's one, one and a half. Yeah. I ain't worried about the spread. Right. So, uh, football guy ninety seven. Have a great night, gents. On the way to a daughter's hoops game. Enjoy it. the winner, 78th league game in a row. Damn. Holy crap. Okay. Get it done. That's All impressive. Right, I'm going to yeah. vote now. So, Nova's at home, right? Yeah. Ken Baum has this as a uh, 71-70 win for Marquette. So, you've got two very good teams defensively. You've got the 34th best adjusted efficiency defensively. Nova, 14th for Marquette. You've got... A problem for Nova behind the arc, but Marquette has not been good in that category either. They're ranking 211 in three-point percentage for Marquette, 227 in three-point percentage for Villanova. This is a very good free-throw shooting team. Villanova is the number one three-point, sorry, free-throw shooting team in college basketball, 81.2%. You like over? Over 141? Just talking it through like that, that's my first thought. Okay. We got guys like <laughs> Linus. Thank you, Linus. Linus Krimage said, I can't name a player on either team, but Dave told me to vote. So he voted Nova. Thank you. Yeah. The best this player on the court is going to be on the, is going to be on Marquette. Okay. So Tyler Kolick is the best player. Eric Dixon's very good. But when Kolick really gets going, Kolick is tremendous. Cam Jones equally can be his Robin. But the problem for Villanova to, to me is just that they're not going to be able to score. Like they've got to have a good night shooting and playing at home. They're on campus. This is not at Wells Fargo. This is on campus. Oh, which so, is a beautiful so, campus, by the way. I small drove, gym. I drove on it the other day. Oh, no, it's gorgeous. 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 Yep. Jesuit. Gorgeous. Small building. Tough place to play. Much like stores, Connecticut. When yep. UConn doesn't play in Hartford at the Excel Center. Yep. It, different different ad, uh, atmosphere. More intimate. Much more difficult place to play for the road team. I like Nova. I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I saw it last night and I was like, oh, wow, this is a pick em game. Don't know. So this yeah, will be a good watch. This will be Definitely. one you should pay, Great pay game. attention to. Great game to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. This game is interesting. Number three, Illinois, home dog, Ohio State. Man, oh, there are a lot of people who like Illinois to win this game tonight. Ken Palm has this as a four-point win over Ohio State. For Ohio State, this factors into my trend of home dog after losing on the road. They lost back-to-back road games at Nebraska and at Northwestern. Their last game that they won was at home against Penn State. That snapped a three-game losing streak. They've lost five of six for Ohio State. They are in desperate need of a win like this for their NCAA tournament resume. 
They're catching three at home. Wasn't enough for me to take it. No, I need more. more. But it fits your system. If it was five, I would bet it. I would say bet Ohio State money line. Like if you're going to bet Ohio State, just take money line. Right. They they cover this. They're going to win this game. Yeah. If they lose, they're not going to cover this. So, I mean, take a flyer on Ohio State money line if you want. It's not, it's, it's not enough points. I, I, Illinois is really good. They're really, really good. They're going to be a, like good, gonna be a March good or just yes. good Big Ten good? No, they're good March good. They're 10th really? on Kempom. Yes. Yes. Great Second offense. Second best in the Big Ten? Behind Purdue? Sure. Yeah. Huh. I mean, they've lost in, in Big Ten play. They lost to Purdue 83-78. Uh, on the road, they lost at home, 76-67 in Maryland. That was the shocker. And then they lost in overtime to Northwestern, 96-91. Right, but, which was a great I mean, game. I, I'm a big fan of Brad Underwood. I, I, I like what the line I have. They have. I mean, they've gotten <laughs> players back. Star players have come back. Roger Long just came in and said, Buckeye stank with an A, stank. There it is. All right, Rog. I don't know. I, I, I again, this is that time like we got through the the Super Bowl matchup and like this is a week that kind of I don't want to say I'm bored. I'm not bored, but I'm watching and learning. Hockey feels like I got a week off. Like, you do more than that. It's crazy because, you know, there's only one team that's got to play like multiple games this week, and it's the yep. San Jose Sharks. They really <laughs> gave yeah, it to the yeah. Sharks. Tuesday, yes. Wednesday, before yes. the All Star break, like, everybody else is in Cancun. Yeah, like they gave literally a bye week to a lot of these hockey teams. They said the Sharks, though. You guys, you play two games Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, but college basketball, there's this is a hard game too. I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State won. I would be Ohio, surprised if Illinois covered. Yeah, either way, I, if you're going to take it, I think it's Ohio State money line or Illini lay the three. Two only one game with two ranked teams tonight. Texas Tech on the road at NC State. Sorry, at TCU. All these Number games. This is the only one of two ranked teams playing each other. Yeah, tonight huh. for Tech for Texas Tech and TCU. TCU Oklahoma been, and Kansas State aren't both ranked. Uh, K State's not ranked. No. Oh, okay. Oklahoma's ranked, but K State's not ranked. No. K State's had a tough little run of it here. They're win. They're covering games, but they're not winning. They're favorite. They're a good team. Tonight. They're a good team to bet on. We'll get to them in a second. Yeah. Okay. They're favored. They're favored. Uh, numbers five feels heavy. Ken Palm has it as a four point win and a five point win Texas over Texas Tech. Tech. See you. What's five and a half? It's going up. Wow. One of them being circa. That's I don't tough. know, man. That feels heavy to me. Oi. So I didn't bet it. I was like, oh boy, do we want to go near a TCU team, which is five and two in conference, six and four ATS at home, seven and three over their last 10. They just went on a road trip and they they beat Baylor on the road and they beat Okie State on the road. TCU is hot. But Texas Tech just beat Oklahoma on the road and BYU at home. They've won mm. two straight games too. It's a good game. This is a watch and see and learn game for me. Yeah, tonight. for sure. I That's wanna, what I was. I was thinking. Sometimes the number just kind of puts you in that spot no, where you yeah, go. I want to. I don't see feel good teams. about it either way. No, I agree. I want to see them both play. It's on ESPN two. I jump in in game. Yeah, I, I want to watch and see what these guys look like because I'm not really confident on right. either side. Don't know. TCU is twelve and eight ATS on the year. TCU, uh, sorry, Texas Tech is ten and nine 
So like, yeah. let's see what these guys look like. And this then big 12 is just, it is so hard. Like that game last night with Houston and Texas, dear goodness gotta, gracious. Houston's got a, 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 a monster. Like they are in a real conference now going yeah, on, but the they're winning though, the but they're winning hard. They're not covering, but they're winning. I mean, no, Texas, I know I, that was I but that was last night, but that was, that was one of those games where it was like, all right, I'm just watching that. And, you know, paying attention to the total, and then it went into overtime and went over. But yes, by um, the way, Texas Tech, Texas TCU did did play a triple overtime game in their last game against right. Baylor. That's true. One hundred five, one hundred two win on the road. Yes, that's true. But these are Bear kids. Mallings has to bail right now, gents. He said, Appreciate "Catch it. up with you um, later, and I'll see you lads in nine days." Love well, it. we got one person for sure that we know will be here, and Bear Good. Mallings will be got a home game, Bear. That's what we were telling these people today. We got a home game in Vegas. We could do all this stuff for Super Bowl week, and we're going to be right here. That's that's great. So we'll Roger, see stick, stick around for better to book it, Roger. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll answer that question for you. Um, did you just like K-State? Um, Another I, tough I, game. I don't know. So th- this, is the, this is an awesome game because – Oklahoma, you talk about teams who need it. <laughs> like there are certain teams that really Oklahoma needs this. So the Big 12 is a gauntlet, like we know, but the has, metrics has Oklahoma, have they won games on the road yet in the Big 12? Well, the problem for them, like the metrics don't like Oklahoma. The, no. the, the, the voters like Oklahoma. Yeah. But the, but the metrics don't like it. They're outside of the top 25 on Ken Palm. They've lost their last two games at home. They lost to Texas Tech and Texas at home. Oklahoma they beat did? Cincinnati on the road. And then they they beat West Virginia at home. And then they lost to Kansas and lost to TCU. They're, they're two in four over their last six games. Oklahoma is. Oklahoma is yes, they the, are the, desperate for this. Did they, were either of those two wins on on the road? No, both of them. Both the last two losses were at home, not road. Right, on, no, but the last two they have two. You said they're two and four in their last six. Were either of those two wins on the road? Yes, one was Cincinnati, 69-65. Who's not really a good basketball team? I mean, this is desperation. This is state. Kempom has this as a one-point win for Oklahoma. But for Kansas State, they equally need this. They lost to Houston badly in their last game, 74-52 on the road. No shame in that. Houston's one of the top five teams in the country. Correct, but they lost to Iowa State, 78-67. I was on K-State on there. I was on K-State in that game, and they should have covered, but they didn't. Yeah, They have only won two of their last five. They beat Okie State at home and Baylor in overtime at home. Lost to Tech on the road. By one, 60 59. They're four and three in the Big 12, 14 and six overall. They have a couple of decent wins, but like they could really use a win over a team like Oklahoma that's in the top 30, Ken Palm. I swear, I feel like the whole Big 12 is going to get in a tournament. Nine is possible. Could have nine teams in. Yep. Possible. That's, yeah. I mean, I used to do this with Mo on cash considerations when we got to the, AFC and NFC championship, Allen would check out and me and Mo would go and do the college basketball stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that. I'm going to do it with you. I'm going to ask you like every Thursday or something when it's a light or West coast conference schedule, we'll look at the conferences and try to see, we're not going to do Lenardi and bracketology and all the other stuff, but I like to look and say, 
which conferences do we really need to pay attention to them playing each other? Because oh, once well, they get out of eating their own young right. and all that, they're going to go kill everyone. Right. Gonna, right. I mean, Big 12 so, is top of the list for me. If you look at the Big 12, they are ranked number one for strength of schedule. Big East is number two. SEC number three, Big Ten number four, ACC five. Wow, ACC is five? Those are your top five conferences in college basketball. What is it, Duke and North Carolina and everybody else? No, ACC is not horrible. I mean, you have Duke, North Carolina, Virginia is 15 and five. They're six and three. That's not horrible. They're 59. Does that Virginia translate to the tournament? Did they get that show on the road? It's yeah. yeah. I think right now you're getting four teams in from the ACC, Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, Florida state will, will be in those. Those are your top. Those are four teams that are going to get in. We'll see how many they get, how many, many more. They can only get three, but I think four is possible for the ACC. I mean, the big East is Connecticut, Creighton, Marquette, and then we'll see what ends up happening. It's probably St. John's Seton hall, Providence is in the conversation, Butler in the conversation, nobody in the conversation as to when, how they're going to get in. But I mean, there's some really, incredible teams in the big 12. I mean, like Oklahoma is 15 and five. They're three and four in conference. Uh, I mean, they're behind BYU. They're behind Baylor. They're behind K state. They're behind TCU. (laughs) Like it's CBW is both in the chat and on the Twitter all the time. Um, Our college basketball. Syracuse not getting in right. Syracuse is bad. Okay, no. I just want to clear that up. And CBW, when you tag me and Matt, if you put a dot before you put our ats on the Twitter, everybody can see it. When you Correct. send a Twitter message, I don't know if he knows this, but if you send a Twitter message and just start with the ad symbol to one of us, it becomes like a DM, almost like a direct message on the Correct. Twitter. So we appreciate. I love when you do it because you point out these things that I go, we should talk about this on the show. We should. I mean, oh, it could be that. Dave, I mean, they, they could realistically, they could, they could get 10 teams in. The they could, could get, right? Get 10 teams in. Yeah, it's possible. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. They could get 10 teams, like the whole conference. Only because like, like this is when we would start to get inventive in the book, right? This, this week you, you talking about props and all this other stuff, but yeah, after next Sunday, it's all pushed toward March madness. So you start to go, how many teams will be in the final four from the big 12? You know, you put these bets out three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What you know, like how many teams get in a tournament or whatever? You start right. to get inventive, and that's what would spark the conversations on the show, which I think we can do here with the audience. Sure. And we can well, use I mean, it I'm going to bet. Uh, I'm shopping too. I'm going to bet Carolina. I'm going I'm to take a Carolina future and a Tennessee future, and then that's going to be my five. I'll have five tickets to watch. Are you and still on the Tennessee thing? I like Tennessee a lot. I, I hope I hope they lose tonight. I want to get a better price on Tennessee. Not lo- you just said they're not losing. They're 13 and a half, 14 point favorites. I know. I Dave, I bet o- Oregon State. I took 15. They won outright over Arizona. <laughs> like we've well, seen that was teams. Too many points. That was on the road. Tennessee's at home. They're not losing. They shouldn't. No, but I mean it's college basketball this year. Like crazy, crazy things are happening right now. But I want the best price on Tennessee and the best price on North Carolina. I'm nervous. I want them to lose at home to Duke. So like I got to determine do I want to bet it before the Duke game or after the Duke game because they beat Duke, their number is going to drop. Is the is the one on Saturday night? That's the first meeting, and it's yeah. at North Carolina. Correct. Yes, in Chapel Hill. Small favorites. Carolina lost both games. Uh, they've lost two in a row at home to Duke. They're desperate. So my guess would be, yes, they will be small favorites, two and a half point favorites. 
Great game. Wow. All right. Carolina, might, Carolina, the Carolina might house them. Carolina might the first one, and they'll lose the second one. Yeah. Carolina might. I mean, I cannot wait. Baycott, There's no other game between now and then. They play Georgia Tech tonight. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Duke, but Carolina plays Georgia Tech tonight, and then they don't play until Saturday. Until Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Clean, clean slate, clean run. See who, see who, see who they wind up, who they go and play. Uh, Duke plays. Um, Duke, they don't play. They played last night. Duke played right. Vate last play night. Again. They won by 10. They don't play again until right. they get an extra day of rest. Okay. Good. Go play in that That'll game. be fun. That's always a fun hype thing. I That's agree. All, I, I love that game. I, really I, I agree. It's going to yeah. be. Baycott against Filipowski is going to be awesome. That's two of the best bigs in college basketball going up against each other. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, Roger Long, Indiana State is not worth anything besides take them to the Sweet 16. Like, you want better than win the Valley? Fine. But they're not going to make a run to the Final Four or anything. Six is not. Uh, they're good. They're fun. They play up tempo. They shoot a ton of threes. Uh, I like Indiana State's team a lot. That they're, they're, you know, they're one of those mid majors that we'll be talking. We'll be talking about them come March. They're one of those teams you want to pencil into the second weekend. Right. They can win two games in the dance. Absolutely. I I, I can't. Um. Yeah. It, I know. What? I know. The Rick Barnes factor of Tennessee. Is that, a large right. One. That's. It's I mean, a large like, one. what right. warrants a play on them before the tournament? I Their think point might, guard play. I, I know, but you might wait. Course. You might wait to see the bracket to then play them. You're not going to get that much better of a price. No. Now and then. What if they see the what, bracket? And then if you feel like, oh, they can win this, this, and this, and get at least to the elite eight, then it's worth it. If you see their path and you go, damn, they could lose in that second round game. I don't know. Uh, you're not going to get that much better of a price getting it now the versus then on Tennessee. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. Really? I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because they're eh, and he's got the Rick Barnes factor. You think the Rick you think books are taking the Rick Barnes factor into play? Really? People don't bet them because of it. True. That's true. So I mean, they're, they're 15. It's like they're a 15 to one. Piece of fruit on a shelf. They're yeah. 15 to one. So, t- so Tennessee's futures aren't moving at 15 to one. They're going to be the same. By the time the tournament comes, it'll be as low as 12. And if they lose a couple more games, you get it better. What if they lose in the first round of the SEC tournament? Because like right now it's Purdue, Connecticut, Houston, North Carolina, and Tennessee. There's your top five. Because I, I have I have I long perception shots. wise, I, they're not they're not there with those other ones. You know, I have a twenty to one on Marquette. They're thirty to one now. I have a thirty to one on Creighton. They're forty five to one now. Um, right. And I've got a uh, got one more that I'm blanking. Who is my other one that I took from? Um, Oh, Arizona. I have a 11 right. to one on Arizona. They're 16 to one now. Right. On, on, on those, those are my, those are the three I currently hold tickets on. Before we get the bonus time, read this next topic and then we'll continue. We'll start it now. We'll sign off of sports grid and we'll finish it on bonus time for the Niners beam up to two. Yeah. Money pouring in on San, San Francisco. Jimmy Vaccaro. God bless him. He's in his late 70s. He posts these tickets now on Twitter. It's great because he does it and posts it. And they're always the big ones. He said Silicon Valley, of course, 100,000. And we were just down at Resorts World. And you're like, yeah, that guy just, uh, somebody just laid 50 dimes on San Francisco. Somebody somebody got a million. Somebody got a million on the Niners today. Yeah. A a book. 
Jumbo got all, a million on, on that. That's all anybody had to do. Benson sent to us one a text after the show. Yeah. You yeah, hit with it right after the show. For they went to one and a half, and now they're back up to two. I mean, Jeff said on Twitter to me, "There's no book in the There's no book in the world that will have the chief favored in the game. It'll never happen. It's not going to happen." I was like, "Really? I thought we'd see a lot of chief money show up, and it's not going to happen." I guess you don't need to because at one, they're sending in all of the howitzers. Okay, <laughs> they're sending in the howitzers. We went to one. Boom, go hit them with a hundred, you know, bam, just drop the whole bag. Boom. Limits a hundred K right now on the game, whatever it is, 500 K we could get one. We're laying. So that's good. You're good. You don't have we'll to get, do anything I, else. I have a question for you on the other side. We'll get to yep. that in bonus time. If you're live on sports grid and Sirius XM, thank you for being here. We're back tomorrow. If you're with us on YouTube or Twitter, you guys are getting bonus time. All right. Let me ask you this question here. Mm-hmm. How much liability, how much does liability factor into this number? What do you mean? Future markets for both teams, for Chiefs and the Niners. If you've done the job up to this point, it doesn't matter. That's what if I thought. If you win 500000 on one and you win 700000 on the other, you can book the game straight up with a head start. But so are you, you concerned can, at all about eating into that like anybody else would be? Are you concerned about taking that bet and eating into oh, the, the seven hundred k that you currently have in the bank? Absolutely. You. I mean, okay. you have to – it's a philosophical thing that you have to do with the employer that you're doing it with or your own book, if you're running it or, you know, if you're, um, you know, down South somewhere running it, you go either don't look at it and book the game straight up and let's, let's move it and maneuver and get a side that we want and -hmm. know that can't, can't lose. I mean, I don't think we can. Fox, Ben Fox, friend of the show, good friend of mine, put out a tweet yesterday. Las Vegas has lost two Super Bowls in the past 30 years. Two. Giants Patriots being one of them. We cash tickets for like days on that. We had to go back and get multiple fills. I was off. I worked Super Bowl Sunday that week, and I was off Monday. Came in Tuesday because the line of people, they called me Monday, said, you got to work tomorrow. And I was supposed to be off Monday, Tuesday. Like, you got to come in. So-and-so called in sick. We need your help. Okay, I'll come in. On a Tuesday after the Super Bowl, it's usually dead. I had to get a fill three times that day. People were coming in with the money line tickets on the Giants and all the points. Like, it was it was incredible. So I remember losing on that. It might come into play depending on the situation. Okay. Like this sets up quarter one for the book. If you want to make sure the quarter one numbers look a certain way. Okay. Yes. You book it to the liability that you have. If you're just trying to just book the game straight up, you don't worry about it. Just add it to the pile. Do you think that, do you think the books like, they're going to need the Chiefs. So Chiefs and Niners, 
a few years ago, 2020, before the right. world blew up. Right. We were on the West Coast. We ended up needing the Chiefs. Oh. Like the, the San Francisco money came in. Okay. My guys back east were like, we can't get a bet on the Niners. I'm like, yeah, because they're all flying here. <laughs> they're, 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 everybody's coming here. You know, they, they don't have to fly to New York. Who in the hell in New York and New Jersey was betting the Niners? Nobody. They were betting the Chiefs. So, Same like, story? This year? The game is here. Right. The big money's coming with the Niners now and will continue to come. Now, people that live elsewhere that are coming here for either the game, the party, or our live show Thursday night at Resorts World um, might be betting the Chiefs. I think a game being here is only going to help the two-way. They're going to get the yeah. Chiefs money here. Right. Yeah, right, because the celebrity Chief money is going to show up. Of course. I. It's, it's great. All of it is great for handle. The game being a small number, knowing that you don't even have to flip it to go get the Niner money, man. And I love Stevie Wonder, and I always make the reference because he's the guy that I refer to. But Stevie Wonder could book this game. <laughs> you ain't got to look at a screen. Every time you need a Niner bet, go to one or one and a half. Otherwise, it's going to be two. Yeah, but they're betting the Chiefs. So what? Let them. It's great. Fascinating. Yeah. So we'll watch it, obviously, uh, as the week goes and next week happens. So ESPN put out the trailer this morning for their four-part sports betting expose, outside the lines, whatever you want to call it, documentary. They didn't call me for this. They did not. They are, have uh, Jeffrey Benson is heavily involved. He's in the trailer. I was there the day they shot a lot of the stuff at Circa. Uh-huh. It is heavy on Circa. Jeremy Schapp is the is the guy. Oh, good. This isn't going to be nice. Oh, no? No, 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 no. This is not going to be good for the industry. This is not good. Oh, good. I'm they, glad they didn't call me then. Yeah, they don't. To me, this you do this for one reason and one reason only. You are putting the politicians like Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut. You put him directly front and center to say the things in the trailer that he's going to say even more in depth that it's up to the U.S. government to protect the public from sports gambling. Really? It is happening. It is coming. The government is coming for the industry. It is. This is the beginning of it, in my opinion. This is the... When does it when air? Starts this week. Oh. It's a four-part series. Starts, I believe, on Sunday. Tonight? I think Sunday or maybe Thursday. Oh. Maybe it's yeah, I think it's Thursday. Thursday night. Is it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Okay, because so Sunday is some big sixty minutes um thing about Good. sports betting as well. Even better. Great. I'm telling you, they're coming for us. This is this is the beginning of what will be the March. You will see it in 24. You're gonna see it in the election era. There's gonna be people who are gonna talk about this. Blumenthal wants that tax to be used for sports betting. To for for anti gambling addiction education, and there's gonna be a like us being involved in like the wild wild west of like every state gets to do whatever the hell they they want. It's it's not long for for America. A federal really? bill is come. A federal bill is coming. In my opinion, it may not happen for a couple of years, but this is the second I saw this trailer and I watched it. I went, oh, fuck, here it goes. It's really. 
Yep, this is it. This is how it starts. But at the same time, like ESPN bet is front and foremost on everything. Oh, they outside, do. The li- outside the lines would tell you they don't believe in any of that shit. They're on their own path. Like they don't. My guy Stanford Steve had a promo bet. He hashtagged ad take Virginia Tech plus the points yesterday all over the place. The mint green logo. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's all over the place. Now they're going to on their own network run before the biggest single betting event day of the year, an expose bastardizing the industry. Just really a W O N. Why would they do that? It's interesting, right? Why would they do that? I'm, I'm just telling you when Jeremy Schapp in outside the lines, when they start doing stuff like this, I start going, okay, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> like we're, we're not going to have like, th- this is not going to be a nice look at the sports betting industry. This is going to be about tits and ass and money. Okay. The glitzy stuff right at the beginning. And then they take everybody down. It's the movie script. So ESPN did a story on us at CG years ago. Uh-huh. Millman came in, yep. did a story. And then in the middle of it turned into exactly what you said. (laughs) Like they asked us all these questions and and, and they, they they had Billy Walters there and they had, uh, no, that was 60 minutes to Billy Walters in 60 minutes. The first, the first half of the first First episode is going to be about like the explosion of sports betting, all the money, all the fun. Everyone loves it. Dot, dot, dot. And then it's going to be like, you know, Timmy in South Carolina lost his house and his wife and his family because he gambled away everything. Well, that's the that's the thing that was promoted for 60 minutes. I saw it yesterday because Grove retweeted it and I commented on it and went, Yeah, I mean, there's good and bad, but like of course, it's just ironic that they have they have a book. Yeah, so like Like, this hand is not talking to this hand and no one's watching the two and they're going to be doing different things. This hand's going to say, come bet. This hand's going to be going like this. (laughs) You know, it's... it's, Yeah. That's how it is. It's it's just, it's what's going to happen. It's just the way that this dichotomy of the world of how backwards it is because they're going to say our editorial and journalistic department is separate from what Penn and the deal was done with Disney for sports betting. All well and good. It just seems like it's... In the same house, like it just. But she's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They ain't got to pay for the time. No. Remember, I, I don't know if you ever saw some of the some of the things that were done um, to try to get people to stop smoking, and it only increased it. <laughs> it's, they, they told people not to do it. It's like smoking's really bad. Smoking's this. Smoking's that. And then like smoking went up like, right right after it aired. Smoking. Yeah. Went up. It's, so it's, you know. Uh, yeah, I think there's some truth to there's, there's some truth to this. Are going to do what they're going to do. I, I mean, I'm okay with the. Be, I mean, if you present both sides, like just let it be. Just put it out there. Yeah, but okay. there, there is no like. But Dave, there is doing? no good retort to Timmy Johnny in Texas spent fifty thousand dollars, lost his life. He has you know now he's unemployed. He's a hundred thousand dollars in debt. They broke his leg because he was betting with a local bookie. Like there is no like flip the coin on that. Like there's like you can do all like the the positive and how wonderful it is. The second you show the underbelly of it, no one's gonna have the taste for it. Soccer moms in Wisconsin are gonna say, get rid of this. Like this is awful. Why is why does this this should not exist? Make this go away. 
all the things that are bad for you are presented as such. Correct. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, we see we see beer commercials nonstop. We see mm. all bad things all the time. And it's going to be the same thing of like, you know, what well, they're going to, they're going to, at some point, they're going to stop allowing the advertising to be so in your face. I'm telling you. I would agree. Gonna, I know you're right. Gonna, Cause it's going to happen fast with things like this. This sounds unbelievably bad yeah, already. Uh, I, not I'm bad. trying yeah. to keep a, a, a straight. Well, think about it. So it, when we were, you know, in the seventies, what were the two big problems? Drunk driving and no seatbelts, right? People were dying like crazy driving drunk and driving without seatbelts. So they passed a federal law. That you must have seatbelts. Then they said, you must have a drinking age of 21. And states were like, wait, it's 18. They said, yeah, if you don't make it 21, we're withholding all of your federal money for all your highways until you make it 21. And everyone made it 21. It's going to be the same thing with sports betting. They're going to tell the states, like, you can have your own rules, but if you don't, you're not going to get this, this, and this. Like, we're going to make you have some type of uniformity to this industry you're not going to be able to piecemeal this together and do whatever the hell that you want. Nevada gets in Nevada gets screwed because everyone else, like in Kansas and everything else, when they ran through the legislature with all that money and all those, you know, backroom smoky handshake handshake deals, that is when we get screwed in Nevada because we're going to be dictated to the same way all the lobbyists in Kansas were able I don't to know. get the crap. There. I don't know if that'll happen. I, I hope, hope I'm on the committee. I'd love to go to the meetings and listen to hear <sighs> what someone says about gambling and sports gambling and tell people who literally have been able to do it and done it for a long, long time um, what the perils and trials and tribulations are or will be because they're going to drive people back to, you know, this, this boogeyman that they keep saying – that the offshore world is and that the, the Louis, the lips and the neighborhood guys are putting, putting it on in this 8 a.m. sports center. Oh, great. <laughs> I wonder you. if they're going to give out picks too. in the, in the nine o'clock hour, <laughs> <laughs> because they're giving out picks and plays every, every, every sports center, every single sports center has somebody giving out picks and plays. Yeah. In addition to the bad stuff. I, I, I mean, listen, I've seen it, lived it, watched it happen. Um, they're coming. I mean, I, I hope, I hope we're wrong here. Okay. I really do guys. I hope, I hope, I hope this is just saber rattling and it's not a big deal, but I mean, this is true. Okay. Like <laughs> we have the pharmaceutical industry, which we can kind of follow suit here a little bit, but there are federal laws that dictate the pharmaceutical industry, not state laws. There's federal laws. We have state laws too. But we have federal laws. There is no federal law dictating sports betting at the moment. They messed that up too for a long time. I got they're coming for a federal law that because yeah because of Jess's line of work and I right. used to say it all the time. You know when they started making the pharmacists responsible for determining who and should and shouldn't get prescriptions. So what did they do? They started those pill mills where people yeah. would just go get a fake script and somebody would fill it. Yeah. Somebody's not going to take somebody's bet. Like they're going to find more people that will take the bets. There'll be there's already paper heads and you know wannabe bookies that then just stiff you when you win. And like there's it's not good. It's not. I mean, mm. but with power comes responsibility, and they've abused it. I mean, like it's not like a lot of books have all done the right thing. I mean, they've earned in a lot of cases the <laughs> reputation or whatever, 
I don't know. This is this is it's it's there'll be places where people will be able to bet, and of they course, won't even know anything about it. Of course, we'll, 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 but it, I mean, we may just drive the black market back up and operating. It's already thriving. Yeah, even more so now. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Yeah, better to book it. Down. Well, we covered most of these, but South Carolina plus 15 tonight. Oh, so many points. I feel like this is like DOA. This is, is ugly. That- no, okay. I think book it. Since he kills him? Okay. I think it, yeah, it might it's be like a 20 point. I don't know. Makes All perfect sense. Pays to a play. Dog, my God. Laid the nine with North Carolina. On the road? Yep. No. Five and O ATS on the road. No. Awesome. Go here. I hope you're right. I want to, I want the hype to go all the way to Saturday. I hope you're right, but give me the home dog plus the points. I told you yesterday, I'm going to take a lot of home dogs and we do better to book it. This is a home dog, but no longer. Indiana's plus one against Iowa, taking the Hoosiers at home. They desperately Bend need it. a win. Desperately need a win. Iowa is a little bit better, more shape. Indiana's in. They're reeling at the moment. They got to right. get, and they have two home games and they go back on the road where they play Purdue and Northwestern or Purdue and somebody else in the Big Ten. It's really going to be tough for them. I think it might, might be Ohio State, but they they got to start winning home games. They can't yeah. lose home games. So I'm going to go with Assembly Hall here and, and, and get a W out of, out of Assembly Hall on this. Want to welcome uh, Francisco Ochoa. He usually stop. comes in right now after the show and watches the show and he's like i can't believe it i'm done with work and i came in and you guys are live yes sir welcome francisco live show thursday next week at resorts world in vegas if you're in town or want to come by close come by we'll hang out yeah we'll we'll get the favorite thing about today on that here in just just one second but um bear mullings home game super chat usually off thursdays and i'll be there regardless Maybe working that night. If it's busy, we'll all be there all night. You got my number, guys. We appreciate you, Bear. Thank yes, you. Looking sir. forward to seeing you and all the Vegas people, the locals, to come on in on Thursday night. People have been asking me left and right, where are you guys going to be where I can see you? I said, well, right, you know, media row, I can't see you, but I think we're doing a show, so stay tuned. And that right there is my favorite thing about today. In case you missed it, this is what we are going to be doing. We, for the first ever BVB primetime show, Resorts World, Thursday afternoon, Vegas time, night East Coast time on the 8th on our YouTube channel at Resorts World. Special guests will have giveaways and more. All details still to come. We'll have finalized timing hopefully tomorrow on this, but Thursday night BVB primetime is happening. Looking forward to that. That, Dave, is my favorite thing about today. B squared. B squared <laughs> favorite thing about today. That was great. It was um, fun to walk with those people. It was fun to get the get, you know, get the another place because we have primarily only been live showed in Vegas, only at one other property. So it's two. nice to go to go. Oh, two, right, 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 right. Two. Thank we you, Virgin. Sahara, and we did so. Oh, three. So three. It's our fourth now. This is wow. These weren't primetime shows. They threw no, us out there in the heat in the pool in the circuit. Yep, yep, and we yep. thanked them all. We did the lobby at Virgin. Remember, right. we had yep. Luke on. Rockhold, he got yep. loose with us. That was one yep. of the best interviews we ever did because he was, <laughs> I don't know where he was, but he was, I mean, he looked me in the eye and he actually scared me from like five feet away. Sorry. I was like, sorry, Vinny. Hey. 
like I don't know where he's at right now. He may punch me, but um, that was fun. That was good. There's a lot. Of, it was just a lot of. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, boys and girls, and we appreciate you guys making it possible by this thing growing, the subscription number growing, the the stuff all of us do in the Discord channel. What is mm. the Discord channel, P-Roll? It is bvbshow.com to get in. You guys are there. You guys are on the, the, the socials, on the Twitter or the X, whatever you call it. Everybody sees this thing and they go, man. Sydney was a good interview. Stay focused, CBW. She's not going to be there. One, you never know, though. You never know who else is going to show up. So we can't completely downplay. Like, you never know. Whoa. Like, well, like, we got a week here to prep and, you know. Once we nail down the time, I mean, Smalls might show up and she might be half in the bag when she shows up. So, like, you know, like, who knows? It could just be an interesting not show. saying. Just saying. It could be but, an interesting show. It's at a bar and a book on a Thursday in Vegas. Just saying. <laughs> I April, 100% were drinking during the show. Just FYI. April, April just came in a chat and said, remember some of us when you guys turned into the next Pat Mac. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears. Yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> we'll take um, it. <laughs> listen, the show's Thursday night. I'm not saying that... Oh. Uh, I no, said, I said the name the might get there. <laughs> She's coming to Vegas. She'll be here. I've Smalls talked to her already. Is... I've talked to her already. So. Oh, good. She's coming. And this, and this is you like <laughs> bring the chair. <laughs> That's for the OGs. That joke right there is for the OGs. Bring the chair. We'll bring the chair. That's phenomenal. The dust. Bring the All chair. that stuff. <laughs> That was that's gonna be, that's gonna be one, one of those of pictures. Best. Like in two in two years, someone's gonna send that to us and be like, "Remember this? Remember the chair? <laughs> I damn right chair. remember the chair. Yeah, the chair will live on forever. The chair will live on in infamy, boys and girls. Absolutely, oh, that, that yeah. is so good. Oh, the famous yeah. chair. Yeah, so good. All right, guys, appreciate you guys being here. Special time. We're back normal time tomorrow for yes. Wednesday. We'll have the exact time tomorrow as to when you guys on February the eighth will be seeing us. But the exact time for the show. Next Thursday, Thursday tomorrow yeah. we, show will start at 11, 11 o'clock ish Pacific. Then I, at the under, because you got stuff to do on Mondays yeah, and class. Wednesdays now. Yep. I'm setting a total right now 11 11. Take the it. Start of the show tomorrow, I like Pacific, it. 2 11 Eastern. I like it. 1 11 Central. I always say 15 minutes. That's the grace period. Under tomorrow. Okay. Guaranteed. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. BVB back on a Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for being here. Subscribe if you have not done so. Get us a 2K if you can. Back tomorrow for Wednesday.